Um, yeah, so I don't know how we want to even like <laughs> start talking about this. Um, did you have a, a song all picked out, or should we should we brainstorm? Oh so like, the, so the thing I've been thinking of as like I get to the ending of the book is like thinking about what it means to be a fan of a group when your group ends. Yeah, and like coming to the end of that chapter. So, like, what does that mean? And, like, thinking back to, like, when we all got the announcement, like, oh, like, P6 is breaking up. And it's like, yeah. Yep. And that just, like, okay, there's that chapter. And it's and it's done. So, like, that's the only thing that's been in my head was thinking back to that time and understanding, like, that's that's the end of that. Like, we're just, we're done. It's hard. Because with, yeah, I mean, you know, ABCZ Kawhi leaving and I don't know. It's just Do we want to pick like bummer songs? <laughs> 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 well I guess or, like, I was thinking than... too, like people are talking about like the Taylor Swift thing and like going to the concert, like the um like seeing the concert film and stuff and I'm like, Yeah, like you go see a concert film, like I did it for Adashi. Like it's not a common thing, but like it's a thing. And then I was like thinking back to like, oh yeah, and they broke up. And that was a big bummer. I know. Well, maybe we should play something from Arashi. I haven't heard Arashi in a while. I know. I was going to go back and listen to it today. And oh, my I just, God. Like, did not think about it. Smile again. Arigato. Oh, my God. I want to cry. <laughs> smile again. is gonna be well hopefully this won't be like too depressing an episode no i don't think it like i think once we get like toward talking about like the end like yeah i feel like the discussion is going to be more like how do we experience what we experience and yeah. like 
our perceptions of ourselves. Like my like whole thing taking away from it is just like emotional crutches. We all have emotional crutches. And like getting to the end of it and thinking like, is she actually able to like, could she function that much? I, you know, it's like, you spoiler know what I mean? alert. Like, no, I don't think. I don't think so. I think she's just gonna. No, I don't find think so another, either. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. And, like thinking about the way that like humans are wired, where like we're very reward oriented, and some of us more than others. And like for some of us, like that emotional crutch is like the happy place that we need during a very difficult time. Like especially for like those of us who went to grad school, and we're also <laughs> idols during grad school, where it's like. <laughs> This is my happy place where I can just shut everything else out and I have this and we're good. And then I have this other world that's just, that's over there and I don't have to think about this right now. I can just be here with the sparkles and the weird costume and just the happy music. And yeah, there was just, there's so much going on in this where I'm like, okay, I understand and like this resonates. But then it gets toward the end and it's just, it felt like, I don't, I don't want to say unsatisfying, but maybe that's because I was reading it, like, as in my, I was reading it and I was comparing it to um, um, King Kakuji, the Temple of the Golden Pavilion. Um, All right. I'm going to pause, I'm going to pause you right go there. Go ahead. Okay. Um, and do my little intro spiel. So go nuts. welcome to my podcast. Welcome to the Idol cast. I am here with, I think, four-time returning champion uh i think so i think it's yeah the four-time returning champion um uh, idol fellow idol expert bridget um and we are here today to discuss idol burning colon a novel by usami din uh and i've i discussed this book on i think it's episode 56 a, a little bit but in that episode, I had, uh, we'd, me and Emily, who were on that episode, we discussed um, YN by Esther Yee, which I loved. And I had, like, we both really, really liked it. So we spent most of our time talking about that just because we enjoyed it. Um, and I found Idle Burning so tedious when I had read it the first time. <laughs> <laughs> just like I just it was such a slog to get through and um yeah so I didn't I, I didn't really think much of it but I kept seeing the title like pop up and so I was like okay am I missing something here like what's going on so uh I you know I had to call in the big guns and and say <laughs> the idol cast yeah. And I'm like, okay, Bridget, am I missing something here? What is going on? And yeah, so she read it and now we're going to, uh, yeah, just kind of pick it apart, I guess. Though, spoiler alert, I did find it, again, extremely tedious, but at least I think I understand why now. So yeah, welcome. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> I will say I didn't find it tedious, but I did find it unsatisfying. So I just want to temper everybody's expectations. Yeah. Yeah. And so the book, I guess, won like all these awards or something like in Japan. Yeah, so this one won, um, this one won the Okutagawa Prize um, and her first novel won the, I want to say the Mishima Prize. My book's upstairs, so I can't check that. But um, yeah, she's like the youngest person to win definitely the Mishima Prize 
and I want to say also the the uh, Ecuador Prize. Yeah, which and... like you don't just get those, right? Which is kind of why I was like, okay, I'm. I'm willing to reevaluate my impressions yeah. of this because I, I, I think, I think it must just read better in Japanese, because I think so, and I think yeah. like, so I want to say the translator did like a really good job on this in terms of like translating like to fan speak, mm. and I could like as I was reading it like obviously in English because like reading in Japanese would take a lot longer, but. Like, I could see the points where, like, oh, I could see how, like, this was read in Japanese and this was translated from Japanese. And the translator has done works by Banani Yoshimoto, who's one of my favorite Japanese authors. I think Kitchen is one of, like, my top ten books, especially the ones that I read in college. But, um, like, I, I think part of the problem of, I think, A, just the source, the, the material itself, and then translating it so that it reads to a global audience. And I read the translator's note on this too, about how we not just convey the words, but the meaning behind the words and how she was talking about how you could read how these things, these words that were said in these spaces that are in both the Japanese and the Anglophone fan spaces are very similar. So that like, that was something that she was thinking of as she was translating that. And I mean, I was reading it that same way, like, Oh yeah, like if I were talking with like other with like other Japanese speaking fans, that we would say like these things in this way, but it would come out translated as like this. So I think I think it's just a problem with the material almost. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I agree. And again, like to go back to yeah, to go back to it being unsatisfying, it just sort of ends. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> I think a big problem, you know, upon reevaluation, like a big problem with this novel in English translation is that I think and I don't blame the translator for this I think it's probably the publisher who saw the subject matter and wanted to position the book as part of this like YA uh, like right or even just like like not even necessarily YA mm. but like coming of age like yes yeah getting out of high school like aging up to adulthood like very ecclesiastical like putting away childish things like yeah. the end of a chapter of like a childish quote-unquote hobby of being a big idol fan and then the end of that chapter and then how you move on from that chapter and do you yeah and I don't think that the I don't think that that framing that YA or even just that like high school no, it... coming of age framing does this novel any favors at all no, it doesn't. Like, and I think that was my problem with loving the first half and the way it just sort of petered out toward the end. Yeah. Like, it didn't feel like there was any resolution to it. You know, and that, it, that it, doesn't really, that doesn't really help, like, the novel or, like, the, even the subject matter of, like, writing about being a fan of, like, a super fan of something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, well, maybe we should give, like, a brief synopsis of the plot, just for people that haven't read it, um, which it's pretty short, and I just got it at the public library, so um, it should be pretty easily accessible, um, at least if you're in the U.S., um, but yeah, it's just the story of a 
high school age girl who is super duper into this guy Masaki from what is it Maza Maza I think Maza Maza yeah Maza Maza which is a sort of a triple A style mixed uh like boy girl idol group and um he gets caught like hitting a fan and there's like a whole big scandal and then the book kind of just follows her journey as she has to deal with both just like I don't know just it's like the fallout from that yeah how does she deal with that and but also like her life like how did like yeah just like getting by day to day and like what role does this play and like her own basically like mental breakdown eventually yeah and it's very I mean there were definitely she wasn't a functional person at all like at, no, at uh, any no. <laughs> at any point in this <laughs> no, she's, no she's, she's never portrayed like even when she talks about like her first discovering her idol a lot like she talks about the way that she connected to him through the sadness that she felt that he played as peter pan and like that's what attracted her to him so like she was and even talking about her learning english with her sister and the way that her mom dealt with her dad getting posted overseas. Like, all of these things contributed to her just, like, not being or not feeling supported and not feeling like she could function with any, like, literally anything. Like, remembering her book or, like, giving her friend back a thing or, like, working her part-time job. Yeah, and it's all done very... Like, her failure in her day-to-day life is contrasted with her i guess success at being because she's a bnf you know she's a big name fan in the masaki space and like she in there are all these like contrasting things of her like being able to figure out like how many um tickets she needs like when the voting is like all of that stuff she has no problem remembering and 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 getting that done on time and and remembering all of that stuff but the right, things... or like the way that she yeah the way that she like devotes herself to idol studies where she's like mm. oh my sister does this with like actual school study it's like yeah yeah that's that's how that works <laughs> right right and at one point they have her she's in class and um she's like the teacher is talking about something and um like or there was like some handwriting samples and she's like oh if i could make a font out of masaki's handwriting oh yeah 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 i wonder if i would remember this better and meanwhile everything the teacher's saying is like going completely over her head like she's not paying attention at all and it's just the kind of thing where i mean i don't know if this is what we're supposed to take away from it but what i did take away from it um the second time through reading is just that it's not even that she's just unable to do things it's that she just doesn't have any motivation to devote herself to the real world not like she does to this kind of fantasy world that she's built for herself there's definitely a disconnect between what she feels that she can do and what she actually can do yeah right? yes because exactly if, she, if there if there was that realization that oh my sister devotes herself to her actual studies the way that I do idol studies. So maybe if I just think of it this way, then maybe I can do it that way. And it could be a total fake it till you make it because that's how it works for basically everybody. Yeah. Right. Nobody knows how to study. Nobody like 
is just good at school, you have to learn how to be good at those things. Right. And, and, I, and I think we all know people like this. Um, if you've been in fandom long enough, you know the people that can write a, you know, 200K fanfic and get those chapters out every week on time, but they cannot turn in a paper for history class. Like you, 100%. Like we all know those people. Right. And there's parts of me that like have been that person where I'm like, I'm like super devoted to this like idol to this group. But you also have to remember like there is the meat space and you have to function in the meat space and we live in a society and life is not just about like standing your idol. And I think that's where the disconnect comes in is she just doesn't make that connection. Like her only priority is this. And whether that's because, like, she doesn't feel she can do it, she doesn't feel supported in trying to do it, like, given, like, the way that her parents talk to her, like, why can't you do this, why can't you do this, like, Mm. we can't support you forever, and surely there's been a lot of, like, trying to help her, like, do those things, but it never came across as, like, what do you need for us to help you do these things, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and you do get the sense from the mom in particular that she's just so overwhelmed with yeah there's just everything yeah like being raising the girls by herself working like she's not sleeping yeah like she's having a hard enough time and like right when you're like burning the candle at both ends like how are you supposed to support someone who has so much trouble just functioning on their own and who doesn't like at a certain point you just like you call it like yeah yeah and she doesn't um it's like she doesn't even know enough to ask for help i think is part I think of the that's it issue too. too like yeah to, yeah to recognize that she's having all these problems and they're clearly causing her problems but she either feels like she can't or she doesn't know how yeah and there might be like a subconscious thing and this is me just reading into it like to put herself to studies to put herself toward like actually working would mean having to have less time for Mm. fandom time and that's clearly the priority right because she is a very selfish character and that is something that i think comes across in when she's talking about standing and and it's it's always about the process of standing masaki and it's never about him himself it's she she doesn't engage at all with the art with the singing with the acting not really it's all just about her process of you know taking down his words and um, updating her blog and um, things like that it's it really is about the process of standing for her and it's not about it's not about the object the the fan object it does not matter Masaki Masaki could be literally anyone and she would act the exact same way. A hundred percent. Like that was my like takeaway from it. Yeah. Because I like, think they even describe needed, him like, as like emotional crutch. Yeah. He's like the useless member. Um he's like not even the cute one. <laughs> like... Yeah, and like he was at the bottom and like or like he was in the center, but like people don't like him as much. And, yeah. Like, he doesn't even really smile, and he's very, like, terse in what he says. Yeah, and I mean, we can all think of idols like that as well. <laughs> like, 
Oh, totally. Like, everyone has their, like, oh, look at my poor useless baby. Right? <laughs> well, you know, those <laughs> items, too, they tend to attract, I feel like they tend to attract, like, mom fans. Um, yeah. Oh, like, yeah, the like, useless member always like, gets the anything. mom fans. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. And, like, but going back to your point about, like, it doesn't matter that it's Masaki. Yeah. It could be anyone. And, like, my like my biggest takeaway was, like, on page five, like, I took, like, more notes in the first half than in the second half of the book. But, like, just the idea of, like, what does it, like, what does it mean to, like, feel that you are accepted, you the imperfect person? are accepted by an equally imperfect idol, how does that help you, like, function as a person? They're out there and they're doing their best, right? Like, this is, like, idol 101, like, from back in, like, the star, like, A Star is Born. Like, Tanjo, like, the earliest idol programs. Like, they're out there and they're doing their best, so you can do your best, too. Like, that's the foundation of idols in Japan. Yeah, that's, and that's the, what um, I took from the, her. The yeah. Morty Masako. Like, that's... Yeah, the, the, yeah. the cute idol. Mm. She may not be perfect, but she's good, and you can be good too. Just try your best. Yeah. Thinking about like how we think about ourselves and the things that we see in our idols that we see in ourselves, what does that say about ourselves and how we perceive ourselves and them? And how are we perceiving them through our perception of ourselves? What do like sorry. Oh no, I was just gonna Yeah, I mean, no, that's a good point though, because the only way that we encounter Masaki in this novel is through her mediated responses, right? Right. And, and all, so, all and, of the things are yeah, mediated. That's all mediated through, well, for us, the readers, it's all mediated through her. But then even for her, it's all mediated through um, interviews or um, other other like tv or whatever like these fan votes and... yeah or like instagram live and instagram like, live the first, yeah yeah the first time that we actually like have an experience of like him as an idol is that instagram live at the very end where clearly he like he's not doing great yeah but he wants to be the selfish person and tell everybody first which was funny to me because like that's the thing that Inochi did when he got married, but he did it at a concert and everybody knew. And it was just before he told the media, like that was it. He, like he told the group members 
And then at the concert, he told the fans that he got married. And then in the morning was when he like filed the press release that he got married. Like that's how he did it. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I didn't think that was all that selfish to tell the fans. I didn't think. No, I don't think it's selfish in that way. But like, I saw and like the way that like the the other fans were like, "You're being selfish." Like, yeah, "Yeah, like maybe everybody did want to just tell everybody as a group. Like, you don't have to be that guy. (laughs) But there was there was a bit of like, okay, I can see why she would like him in this way because he just like that's a very like my pace thing to do. Like, Mm. I want to tell everybody, so I'm gonna tell everybody. Mm. and like that's where i think like she overly sees herself in him and then sees herself through that lens right doesn't really do great very does his own thing well it's interesting too. and i feel like that's like her ideal self there were a few lines um where you kind of get a hint that masaki is really not all that happy of a person or and he doesn't you know no, he's super like yeah he's super bummed he's like, like well thing. because there was that line like, about where so he where he says that he finally learned that you can just uh put a smile on and no one can tell if it's fake right. <laughs> like that's so bleak. and again that's like idol 101 like, that's just, <laughs> like you just have to be out there and like you're, it's this is your job and yeah. you just like you put on your smile and but you're out there and you pretend that you're happy yeah and they don't usually tell you though that's the thing like no. that was what was so interesting about masaki too like just as an idol figure is that he did kind of break the the idol kayfabe a bit you know, with lines like that and it, of course it just seemed to go right over um Oh, what's her name? Akari. Like Akari. Her, yeah, yeah, her head. It just like went right over her head. That Right. Well, like she talks so much about like her theory of him. It's like, yeah, your theory like needs to include the fact that he's very unhappy in this life and just wants to be a normal person. Like he never wanted this. He doesn't enjoy it. Yeah. But here he is, like, still having to make those dollars or those yen, I should say, and like do his job. And then everything just like blew up to the surface and like he hits he absolutely should not have hit someone but sometimes we blow up with our words and sometimes we use our bodies and we shouldn't do either yeah it will and it was interesting to this the whole like hitting scene uh or incident because it does come after i spent all of those months looking into um toho shinki and you know there was the scandal where the recordings were released of um them going off on like sasang fans and yeah yeah which of course you know violence against women is very bad you know where the weaker sex like it's men can really really do a lot of damage to us yeah and like historically we've not had any power to do anything about that right but the thing is is you know these men get pushed to like the very brink by these stalker fans you know the like yeah. some of the stories from tvxq are i mean they're horrific you know nobody oh, should yeah. nobody should have to go through any of that so i mean while no, it's not like that that's the stuff yeah. that's like actually abusive to people that people just do not like think about because either they just don't care or there's some disconnect with the fact that like no this is a living breathing human being who has feelings like right. i have feelings and Weird. they're not just my play thing that yeah. I can do whatever I want with. 
but but they are marketed and sold to us as those playthings. Right, we and can that's do whatever the problem. We, yeah. That is the problem. Right, yeah. and you can yeah. yeah, you can like imagine whatever you want about them. Whether it's like they're like the kind of person that I want to be, so I'm going to try my best too. Or they're the kind of person that I want to marry, so I'm going to stand outside their house and be weird. Or like I'm going to sneak in and like make their family have to put out press releases that say, "Please stop." breaking into my house and scaring my family yeah yeah well or you can well i always like to go to the example of the um the gaping omega asshole uh fan art because you you know and then just right out there on on twitter or x i should say or um instagram or tumblr whatever like um, or even in people's DMs. In people's like, DMs, putting yeah. Putting that stuff in their DMs, in their wife's DMs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you ship them with their bandmate, and that's, that is just your happy place, which there's nothing wrong with that. They do sell shipping to us as well. But, um, y- you know, the, the divide between fan space and meat space, it just... Right, and like... The, we're we're like, crossing the, the things streams. that you put out there, right? You forgot everybody <laughs> to see, including the people that this is about. Like that's that's the thing where it's like at least in Tumblr days we hit our shame. Yeah, and like yeah. if you want to be public with your fandom, that's fine. Go with God, but there still feels like there needs to be like a barrier between your whatever your whether that's like shipping fix, whether that's just like slice of life stuff like with them and their bandmates, whatever, there feels like there needs to be a barrier, like, in between us and them. Like, yeah. it's that tweet that's like, we shouldn't know this much about each other. No, it's true, though. And it's like, if you, the Japanese fans, I mean, they do have a pretty good lockdown on these kind of fan-generated materials. It's not that they don't exist. Like, I own fan-drawn, like, Arashi manga. Uh, you know, it's not that they don't exist, it's that they're better hidden from the objects themselves. And it's somewhere along the line in Anglosphere world, like we just lost that piece. And so you have people going on to uh, like Weverse or whatever, um, or even just on Twitter and like just publicly just, yeah, it's just very... Yeah, I, yeah, I and think. I like, and a lot of that comes back again, like to the way, like in the beginning, where she's talking about herself mm. and the way she stands and the way that Natomi stands, and like she does not want to be perceived, like she does not wish to be perceived, but like Natomi does. So it's like inside you, there are two fans. One does not want to be perceived, and one desperately wants to be perceived. And how are you going to make yourself perceived, like if you want that as a thing? Like, are you going to be out there on Twitter just saying whatever? Or are you going to, like, have, like, an Ushiwata concert and hope that, like, they see it and they point and they wave? Like, yeah. like, do you want there to be a barrier or do you want there not to be a barrier? Because that's that's what I feel like the modern, or I should say contemporary fan mm. experience sort of is, is your idols are just there and you can just see them and say whatever versus, like, back in my day when, like, one member of a group like might get a twitter for like a play to like promo stuff and everyone's like oh my god they're on twitter but they can't like say they're on twitter but they're on twitter and they can talk about stuff and i can like talk to them a little bit oh my god 
and maybe I'm just like an old curmudgeon, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just too old for this where you're not like, you don't just go and like say whatever you want to the person that like you stand. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's a different, um, it's, it's a very different, different experience. And I feel like experience. this is like this book sort of like, it doesn't quite bridge that divide, but it she, like, she's more in like the old school style of fan where it's just like I'm going to take copious amounts of notes on you and I'm going to have a theory about you and maybe if you live to me at a concert that's great um but please do not perceive me versus right with her because she has like the locked blog as well like the locked posts yeah yeah Yeah, and like she might say like a couple like encouraging words which is like always what I would say or like just ask like an innocuous question if they're like oh ask me something do 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 like when Kay was on Twitter like Oh, like, did you get, like, an eclair from Family Mart today? Or, like, do you like this thing? da 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 Like, where it's just, like, the kind of thing you'd ask a stranger on the street at the bus stop. I don't know if I've talked... I feel like I, I brought this up on, like, an episode, like, ages and ages ago. But there was this, um... Oh, gosh, it was, I think, Taman, Like, a Taman solo concert. And he had, like, a little audience Q&A. And some fan got up and asked, like, some really... It not it not inappropriate that like the the content was inappropriate, but just like very esoteric, like <laughs> like some just something like they really wanted to be perceived, you know. It's just like this very deep, oh, yeah. very like emotional. Like we have this connection, taming. I perceive, I see you. You can see me now. You can see me seeing you. And um, Taman, his answer was just very <laughs> like blase, like totally missed her like did not answer anything as right, like, just she gave, like, this, like, she, like the emotion yeah. didn't match the emotional investment that she yes put in. yeah yeah, yeah. And he was like oh i'm looking forward to my concert or whatever you you know just some, something very um canned yeah. and response like you work so hard for this and it's <laughs> like yeah, yeah it's gonna be good <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah and and um yeah that's that interaction has always stuck with me i don't even remember what the like she was talking about but just that interaction with Taman, where it, you know people project all sorts of things onto these idols and yeah it doesn't always match what what they you know what they're comfortable with right, like, like the like energy the, you bring mm, like it's not <laughs> the energy that yeah, they're bringing yeah love performing and meeting people 
and seeing people and stuff like that. Like that, those two things can be true at the same time, but it's still a job. I love my job, but I also like to leave my job. Work can just be work. And I might love my work, but if you come, I would love to talk about like the kind of work that I do with you, but we got to kind of match our energy here. Like we can be excited, but maybe like we can temper it down a little bit too. Yeah. Well, then that's interesting um, segue, I guess, maybe to talking about her friend. Um, what was it? Narumi? And yeah. yeah. And because she, she was interesting in just that, like she, she goes from stand, standing like a mainstream, like mediated, like media mediated idol to one of these like indie idols where you can go and mm -hmm. um, uh, get your picture taken with them. And it's just like the ramping up of the parasocial relationship to like 11. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And like, that's what she wanted. Like, mm. cause she, like the way that she's like talked about before is like, oh, like she, like we had kind of like similar, like whatever. And then her idol went to study abroad, which felt like a reference to, was it Okamoto <laughs> Kito from Heisei Jump? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when he was just like, I'm going to go study in LA. Bye. Bye. I'll come back sometimes, but bye. <laughs> but, and, but like she wanted so much to like be noticed by them that like, she was like, well, I'm clearly not going to get it through these experiences. So I would still like to stay in idols and be basically like a star fucker. <laughs> and I'm going to yeah. go find these other ones. Like, just like Star Fuckers Incorporated. Like, that's her. just anybody spew on their vital parts they want a guy from a group with a big hit single in the chart yeah which yeah. is that's with, fine if that's again like go with god like you <laughs> but it, it's it is it's an area of idol fandom that does not get a lot of exposure i think in english or like the anglo sphere like global fan world because it is so local and domestic like to mm -hmm. japan um and the idea that there are these small i mean i guess they must have something similar in korea as well but they do and i i actually had a friend who like hooked up with idols okay. in this way <laughs> <laughs> yeah well so like I not mean, like i'm not gonna yeah. out her but like yeah, yeah. like it happens like this happens it happens yeah yeah so then um yeah so not only at one point is like oh yeah we connected which i'm guessing is the ya just like a poorly like, like version of like, like oh yeah we totally hooked up yeah we fucked yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's just interesting um that it's in that way idols become essentially like their hosts right like they're they're like just a step above like instead of going to like a butler cafe or like a host club it's just like oh this person's like a out of my league mm. b out of my reach so now it's my mission to like like get this person right and the way you get them is with uh money yeah yeah 
Yeah, like, even in the first chapter, like, I'm like, they're both caught up in two sides of the same coin. Mm. Like, they both want different, the idol kayfabe coin. Again, going back to, like, being perceived and not being perceived. Yeah. And, like, how far do you want to take that perception? Yeah, you take it all the way to, like, a love hotel. Yeah, right. (laughs) Right, and, like, what does that, and then what does that mean for you, like, that you get to, like, brag to your buddies, like, hey, we hooked up. Yeah, that is what. I did it. Yeah, that is what that means. And it's because I I think I sent you the article, too, that had just come out. That was like an expose of hosts and indie idols, like these kind of underground idols who they get these women into like major debt and then they encourage them to right like that's part of the business model to like, go into prostitution to pay the debts yeah. yeah 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 or even just like even just host in general like mm. if you or like any of the listeners have ever seen the documentary the great happiness space highly recommend it yeah like it's the same sort of thing where it's like like you go because you want to have this experience you want to have this like feeling of intimacy even though you understand that this is mediated through a number of layers the biggest of which is money but you want to have that like feeling of being adored and then you just go like you spend more and more and more money because you want to spend more time with this person and they want to spend time with you because they get paid through it yeah yeah and it's addictive it is addictive yeah and yeah and not to say that that's what happened here in this book obviously but a lot of that like she obviously had to do a lot of legwork and spend a lot of money to get to that point where not only was she like recognizable but there was this like feeling of familiarity and then like passing of phone numbers and all of that yeah and you have to wonder too you know how many cds did she have to buy to get to that right because she talks about like oh you like buy a cd or whatever and then you get to like go to a meet and greet yeah those things aren't cheap they're not cheap and i I also had an acquaintance who was a fan of Boys and Men, I think the group was. Yeah, I had a a friend of a friend who was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's another one where, you know, you would buy the CDs and... Or it's the AKB48 model, like, basically. Well, like, News did this, too. News did this for their Mm. 2012 comeback. Like, I met News because I bought a ticket. Like, I bought their, like, four-CD, like, single for Tokopana. And, like, it came with a thing, like, oh, we'll have a fan meet. And I was like, okay, let's <laughs> see where this goes. And then I hit for it, yeah. and they had a handshake. Like, I was like, oh, cool, fan meet. Like, get to go to a little, like, club, and get, like, just, like yeah. we're going to talk and be weird. Because um, that's what you sign up for when you're a news fan. And then it's like, oh, we're going to do a handshake event. And the entire room just like, <laughs> Just, like, the collective, eh? Yeah. You don't get that as much with, like, the bigger groups but it's the like it's the akb it's the idols you can meet model like that's why you do those things yeah and just the addictive it really is that like addictive feeling of of yeah yeah, of like a be yeah being adored like of being yeah or like hoping that they'll remember you like yeah like yeah Yeah, exactly exactly
had like like I've been that person like a because I'm so visible but also like being remembered from like oh, concert same. to concert yeah yeah like and like I'm not like that's a fun feeling like oh yeah I put all this work in and I'm here and they remembered me yay like but then like where do you take that right like what do you do what do you want to do with those feelings <laughs> like do you want to just go and like be really jazzed with your buddies outside or do you want to take that further right and and do you do you channel that into buying another ticket for the next show right and like yeah. doing another thing and like hoping they'll see you again whether that's yeah. like a concert ticket or a meet and greet ticket or just like whatever well and then it and then, then it's like, like oh or standing outside the studio and it, it just that's a very dangerous path to go down yeah exactly like there has to be like and there this was a thing that i did not get from her in the novel at all mm. was just a level of like self-awareness oh no she had like, no self-awareness there was none and like you felt bad because <laughs> you've known these kinds of people in fandom spaces 100 percent for whatever reason this is just this is where they like to be and this is what they put their energy into and we all have those things even if it's not idol fandom everybody has a thing that they put their energy into especially when they're in a space where they need an emotional crunch like mm. maybe it was your buddies in college who played too much world of warcraft instead of doing their homework everybody has a thing and it's just you have to remember that that's not all there is to life but it's so easy in this idol space especially in the idol space mm. to get caught up in that and to just like make that your priority when that's the only thing that like brings you any joy because there's always something new there's always a new fan vote there's always another single coming out that oh we have to get this to number one we have to buy i have to buy a hundred copies of this mp3 right, or like we have to get this trending on twitter yeah and we have to we have like, to stream stream sure. buy yeah. and stream stream buy and it stream. make sure their concert sells out like mm -hmm. yeah everybody aware of this use your like family's computer system it, whatever <laughs> yeah. like there's yeah. just there's so much there's always fan work to be done yes fan work is never finished no yeah and like that's part of the thing like fan work can become your job there's a reason that I stepped back from Arashi fandom was because I'm like, this is not my job. Mm -hmm. They're not out here paying me to do this. I don't have time to keep up with all of this stuff. Like, and what does it matter if I do or don't? Right. And I think they're never going to know yeah. if you miss an episode right. of Arashi Nishigare. Like, they're not going to know. <laughs> they're not going to call like, you up well, and be I like, didn't... Bridget, how come you didn't Excuse watch me. episode number 147? <laughs> uh, that was our best to date. Thank you. <laughs> The guest is very offended. <laughs> well, it's, like, it's, it's just that kind of, and it, yeah. again, it's like it comes down to priorities. Like her priority is this, and like in any other context, like I think that would be fine if she were able to function outside of it. But she's not. And right. the part in the middle where she talks about like she just wants to break down, where she has that basically bulimic episode. Yeah, where well, that she was... like makes herself. Yeah, that was interesting. That was a lot. That was the part I think that was the most illuminating for me in the book. Not just the fact that like, okay, she's very dependent on this. It's the fact that she is so broken and she just wants to break herself down further. This is her only like tether to reality at this moment that is like keeping her going. She's been so disconnected from herself and like her literal yeah. body. Yes. That, yeah. That's a huge yeah. 
that's a huge point in the book because it's very she has no physical awareness of herself at all Right, I mean, there's right. the, there's like a couple mentions of her like being nauseous at like carsick at one point, but even at the end of the book when she's living on her own, like she clearly is just like living on like instant noodles, and right. not even and a, like and yeah. she like walks over trash, and then she cleans it up when she's like made to clean it up, and then she's like, but then it just gets dirty again. It's like, yeah, who, who did that? Yeah, like who's... who lives in this house? Yeah, <laughs> who's the one like? With the kombini bags, with like yeah. pineapple juice stuck to it that sticks to your feet, yeah. and who's the one like leaving all these empty Coke bottles? We have trash cans. <laughs> we have. We live in a world where there are trash cans, right? And it's... you can like separate your recycling. It's just she had no, no pleasure or awareness of her physical body at all. The part about like just being disconnected from her body and being disconnected from reality. Mm. Okay, I can't actually remember what I was trying to say. Well, it just reminds me a lot of of, um, women's literature that I've read before of things like, um, oh, what's that book? Uh, Carolyn, she passed away. She, um, Drinking a Love Story. Carolyn Knapp, maybe? Do you know who I'm talking about? I don't. It's she she was anorexic and then became an alcoholic and she wrote these two really great memoirs one about being an alcoholic one about being anorexic and um right. it, it's an addiction in a way but it's No it but, really is. Yeah, yeah. and it, that those sort of ending sections really reminded me of that's exactly work like what it that. was and that yeah. yeah and that reminded me of that experience where it's just like it's you low-key want like you don't high-key want to die but you low-key want to die and then you think about just the process of your body just sort of returning to the ashes mm. and where she's talking about like her grandmother being in the ashes the feeling of like not being able to like retrieve her own bones from the ashes kind of thing like that's sort of what that feeling is it's like you just want to self-destruct yeah well she even talks about the shrine right like yeah i think there's a line about like the shrine has like pictures of dead people but then it's like you have to connect it to her her idol shrine i mean what is that other than pictures right. of, of right. people that that don't exist you know the idol right and she and there's that exist. line that i really like a the idol doesn't exist and then b the idea that all pictures are pictures of the dead mm. which is a hundred percent true like mm. photos on their own are just like a way to transcend impermanence when that moment's gone it's gone so that moment is dead and that person who is that person in that moment does not exist anymore yeah but a like does the idol that she worships even exist to begin with and then B, like, by having the shrine, like, what is that saying about, like, her own form of idol worship? Because, like, we all have stuff that, like, we put our idol stuff up. And some of our shrines are bigger than others. And what are we doing for ourselves when we have that space? And when we give those, like, those objects, those physical things, so much space, mm. not just in our houses, but in our heads. Mm.
icons in a way. You know, it's like it's like putting up an icon of of um, you know Saint Francis or or Mary, Mary and Joseph. You know, it's that same impulse I think for some people. I mean, some people put up stuff because they look at it and it makes them smile. Like I have a, a ABCZ Uchiwa at my desk at work because yeah, like, I look I at their faces kind of and like, it makes me smile. <laughs> yeah, like I have a framed like birthday card where I'm like, this is a really cute birthday card this year. I'm gonna put that in a nice frame. Yeah. And like I had like all my stuff just like on a shelf, but I'm at the point where I'm just like, no, I think it's fine if it just stays in a box for now, and I'll just put a couple things up and we'll call it good. Yeah. But I think like a lot of that comes back to the ending of the book where it's like this chapter is done and then she has that confrontation well not really a confrontation it's the perception of being perceived yeah which is like oh this might be like his girlfriend or his wife or whoever and they're looking at me and she just runs and that's sort of just how those chapters end the idol chapter just ends like when my favorite group broke up it was just like yeah okay yep that that chapter's done okay yeah. <laughs> Not with a bang, but a whimper. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right, like it's literally like you're just going gently into that good night. Like what else you can you do? Whole... Right, there's nothing to like. Mm. You can, and at a certain point, it sort of goes back to the shrines. But it's like you can relive these things. But it's like reliving things when someone dies. Like if you're going back and watching your old home movies, does that give you that same feeling of watching the old concert DVDs? Because you're feeling that like, oh, like. Those days are never going to come back, and I'm never going to have this same feeling again. And that's just, that's never going to happen again. And wasn't it so nice when I had this? Yeah. Yeah, one of my favorite concert DVDs is actually the shiny, um, basically it was the fan meet that turned into the uh, memorial for Jung-hyun. And it's incredible. It is the emotion in that and that it like it, it transmits through you know through time yeah. and and through space yeah. and through the tv um but yeah that's it's it's a memory um i mean i wasn't there but um no but that, like you were there like in that same time period yeah you remember all these things happening like yeah. you were invested in these things at yeah. the time and in a way it is it is like flipping through an old photo book um or photo album i mean photo book family photo i mean like a you can flip through your old photo books that you have and then mm. you can flip through your old family photo albums i'm like yeah. hmm, do yeah. these really feel similar <laughs> it's sad sadly in some ways um it, that emotion does i don't know no it does no so yeah. i like i believe you because like like if i listen to like certain new songs mm. it's like i'm back in college and like we just like it's just like we left the bar and we're going home and yeah. everything's fun and we're having fun it's not just that like this was a like this was a thing that i liked it's like this was a thing that i liked in a part of my life that was very meaningful right. so for me it's yeah. if i see um especially pictures from of Arashi like around like the Hana Yori Dango time period oh when I was God. first getting into um yeah, that you was know, too. Arashi and like Matsujun yeah. and like it it's that yeah that was that me time, like that was my time yeah. in Japan like I see that and I'm just like oh or, it's like, still very precious with your yeah. friends or like yeah. walking the street like seeing all the banners and it's and it's and, like, the first time you watched it and yeah. like the friends that, like brought you their hard drive 
But it's also the passage of time, too, in a way, because, you know, yeah. y- you see the pictures of, like, baby Matsujun and, you know, as Domi Oji with that, like, stupid perm, and it's, it does, <laughs> tr- it does trigger that, like, that response, like, it does, in or me. It's, it's that same thing mm. of, like, where you're, like, going through, like, either it's, like, an, like, you find an old phone, and you find pictures of your friends, or you find a yeah. photo album, and it's very much that, like, look at this photograph, like, feeling... Yeah. Where it's just like, oh, like, do you remember that? It's like nostalgic in like the purest way. Mm, yeah. And, and like part of that, I don't know, I think part of that is like, is tied to both the time and the place, but also like your mental state at the time, where Akari in the book is just, she's not having a good time. But like, this is her only like grasp on reality, and this is her only happy place, and this is the only way that she knows how to function. That's the only way she can get by day to day versus just like, oh, this is just like a thing that I do. And I really like this group. And maybe I'm going to go to the concert next week with my friends. Well, you get a little bit of that with her talking about like her fan friends, but uh, just a little bit. But it's still like, A, it's mediated because Mm. like everything in this book is mediated. But it's also like there's still a disconnect when she talks about them. A, she talks about them not as though they're like the cool friends who live on her phone they're just like oh they're these people who read my blog and i always like reading their comments and they're very nice and i remember to talk this way to them there's no like feeling of connection to anyone or anything except to the act of standing yes yeah yeah that's her only thing is just the yeah because most yeah like most fans i feel like a big draw is it is partly that community feeling and going oh, I mean, to, ca- like, going to karaoke like, with your friends that's yeah, a huge thing yeah. yeah and it's it's nice to have a communal hobby like and again like everybody has that one thing whether you're a fan of like a professional team and you like to go tailgate or you go or to you have a, with your friends, a fantasy or... sports league with your buddies like, right that's, exactly yeah, and like there's a yeah. big group text going on that like sometimes you wake up to like 50 messages <laughs> yeah. in your inbox like, like 50 texts on your phone and you're like wonder what happened this morning but but part of that is connection and there's no feeling of connection to anything except to the act of doing the fan work right like, which is not even mm, yeah. yeah not even the fan object but yes the act of standing yeah that's why i think at the end of the novel she's like there's no no learning no growing not that there has to be but you just get the sense that she's gonna find something else to occupy like her just, time yeah just like latch yeah. on to like yeah but there has to be something i think part of my disappointment with that was a like things do just end they just end and that's it but I was also reading this, comparing it from um, Temple of the Golden Pavilion um, mm. by Yuki Mishima, where, um, spoilers for like a 50-year-old novel, Gucci <laughs> um, <laughs> is like, he feels that he's so ugly, like inside and out. And then he goes and is a monk at Kinkakuji during the war. And then like the idea of beauty that's imbued in Kinkakuji like drives him fully insane that he ends up burning it to the ground to be free of it. That's how he achieves his like catharsis to just be free of this specter that's just like in his head. He's just so obsessed with like the idea of beauty and the nature of beauty that he goes fully insane. 
and not that I was thinking that this was the way that this book was going to go, but it's like it led me to believe that it was kind of starting to go that way. And I was like, okay, where is she going with this? And then again, it was very much that like not with a bang, but a whimper. Yeah. Like if they're two sides, like if they're two sides of a spectrum, like King Kakuji is a bang, this book is a whimper. Sometimes it it do just be like that. <laughs> but it was also disappointing. <laughs> but again, like what yeah. how, like how is it supposed to end, right? Like some things just end and some people can't just like pick up their lives like that. And maybe like this is the start of like, okay, like maybe I do need to like clean my floor and get this grody garbage off of it and like take better care of myself. But there's nothing to indicate that like that's where she's going. <laughs> ま、ちよ。散歩する。恋の季節。輝かせて。わ、狂わせる。俺の心。怯えた。男の心。what she's gonna do with all of her like merch is it gonna end up in a box in the woods like those AKP48 CDs like, like does she take it to book off like <laughs> yeah is she gonna take it to book off like how like, much is she, she gonna, gonna take it like is she gonna get it at book like is she gonna get for it at book off like is, or is she just gonna take it to like a resale store or is she just gonna throw it away because it, if it would be like one way and maybe a more predictable end in some ways to this book would have been if she'd like burned it all you know just a big bonfire in the backyard a cleanse like the cleansing king cockatoo fire like um because there's the other book that kept coming to mind during that end section was one i read ages ago and i don't remember the name of unfortunately but it they made it into a movie oh gosh something happy people something something but one of the characters was this um housewife who her mother-in-law like had moved into the house and was just like a senile woman and Mm -hmm. drove basically drove her crazy and so she just stops feeding her and then the mother-in-law like dies and they and she doesn't do anything with the body it just like rots away it's there um, yeah it just sits there and um so to cover up the smell she just lets trash like build up in the house and so this house is just like this putrid um like garbage filled uh like just this awful house um that's just like covering up i mean it's i'm sure it's all supposed to be like a metaphor for her like rotten soul or whatever or just like her right or like just her mental space her mental space yeah but um i couldn't help thinking of that book 
when um just in this last little section of her just living in this like increasingly like moldering a house and yeah that was definitely like a very good like indication of just a her like her mental state like where like she talks about like talking to her dad like don't you know like i'm not normal like everybody else which like all of us who like have the brainworms have been there before sure but like if this was her coping mechanism like she's not doing a very good job of it right there's no there was no coping it was all just like mechanism <laughs> it was just a mechanism <laughs> Yeah, it. She was just such a frustrating character, and I, I had a hard time seeing where any, like alleged, feminist, like manifesto part of this book was anywhere because this character, it's not like there haven't been. I mean, is it feminist to be, like a useless, like fem cell? I like I didn't listen women have the capacity to be just as useless as men okay we all we all have that within us whatever our gender <laughs> the feminism of being a a, a femcell like right <laughs> devoting yourself to like a guy that you don't right, like, even this is female yeah. hikikomori erasure okay yeah. like <laughs> The feminism of being a, f- a female hikikomori. <laughs> right, like, women can be hikikomori, women can be neat. Like, like, we all have that capacity within us, just as we have the capacity to be, like, absolutely yeah. horrible to the people that we love. Like, <laughs> or, the, like, the idols that we stand. Like, mm. they're, like, you can have, oh, God, what was his name who stopped Jodie Foster? Like, oh, God. With Within every fan, there is, unfortunately, that capacity to be that guy oh my god well i mean that the sussings like that's those are yeah that's what it is yeah, like that's yeah. that's what it is like like the sussing or just like your creepy stalker fan right because and, like, that's that's the I, thing too. I, will be, I will say that i would yeah i will say that i'm glad that like she did not become that because i was worried that like that's where that was going at the very end well we don't was, know like, though his house and i'm like oh no we don't know if that's the end because honestly that is the other way this book could end and actually that's probably a more interesting one which is um that she doesn't give up on her project of knowing masaki but she just takes to viewing him like through binoculars like <laughs> as right. like, like a normal person because right she, and like I mean, she, and yeah yeah well, it's so funny because there's so many th- where she's like, oh, I can predict what he's going to say. Like, please treat me like a normal person. And then she just, like, mechanically ends up at his house. And I'm like, I don't think that's how that works, actually. Right. Yeah, like, so the bonfire of all her idol merch is one ending. But I think another ending is, you know, she just does become, like, a stalker. Like a sussing. Because her project is... To yeah. know to know the unknowable, to know another human being via like these transmissions that that he gives out. Yeah, but, I mean when those and are she cut has, off. She has a line where she's mm. like, "What is it? It's on page nineteen where she goes, my theory of him would grow more complete.' Right. It's like so, okay. Well, well, where does where does the theory end? Right. Is and she going to be um, hacking his emails? Like because this right. is this is stuff that that. Um, 
stalker fans do for you know they one direction oh yeah no like, i famously. had like, i had a friend yeah TVXQ, i had a friend, yeah. a friend who was a fan of a group who could do identity theft on a certain famous group because they knew all their like stuff like just remember jay park like getting run out of korea because fans hacked his myspace and yeah. they found his like they found his private messages and right. they didn't like do any like they didn't bother to understand like a what he was going through or like try to take them in context they're just like oh he's talking shit in his dms get him out of the country right that's literally a thing that happened the the inherent feminism of uh <laughs> of hacking into hacking into a yeah. but i bet yeah. that is a way that that her character could go after this mm-hmm. um ending because like all she has is yeah. just like a moment where she's like oh i can break stuff and it's like okay like how much stuff are you gonna break and is it your stuff or is yeah. it also his stuff or like do you become an anti because like she talks about like yeah oh yeah people were fans and they became antis yeah that's usually how it happens mm, the, yeah the most dedicated antis are, are usually ex-fans yeah yeah i mean maybe that's like the the open ending while unsatisfying i guess it does give us right because if if it was something Mm. where it's like oh like she burns everything to the ground or she like goes and becomes a stalker fan like yeah what level of satisfaction do we get from that you know what i mean like it was unsatisfying because i had a perception of how it was going to go and i think that's also a commentary on just the book itself because like i'm perceiving this part of like i'm perceiving the book in this way Mm. and it doesn't end that way and like okay well what does that say about not just her and not just the author and not just the translation but also my experience having been in so many different fan circles and the way that people just sort of deal or don't deal with these things yeah (laughs) whether it's a scandal or a group breaking up or whatever right and yeah maybe i found it tedious because i don't know like there was nothing new in there for me like well there and there wasn't and that's part of the thing is like like it's it wasn't a bad book i don't regret my time reading it i can't say the same for every other book i've read like i took a lot of notes on it but like Mm. and i like the way that it got me thinking about the way that we interact with not just our idols but with each other yeah um and with the things that we buy and with the experiences that we have and just fandom in general Mm. um but part of it, I don't know, it was still just so unsatisfying at the end because I like I would like to know where she goes from here, but I also don't necessarily want to know where she goes from here. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like yeah, you just I would like for it to be open. Yeah, I mean and I I don't know if it's I mean, I was a pretty useless teenage teenager. Um Oh, same. Huge. And yeah. It's a miracle so... I'm functioning <laughs> to this day. Like fully. <laughs> And I was really into um, the Beatles, like, even though, yeah. I mean, you know, 30 years too late or whatever, but I, yeah, like, I can, I can empathize, and, and I was, in a certain way, um, a bit like, a bit like that, you know, um, definitely spending more time on fan work than homework, but... Oh, 100%. Yeah, but it's, it's one of those things where, with... Yeah, you just you hope that that she would eventually get her life together before she did something that 
really ruined it but it was exactly it it was disheartening that there was nobody like there was no one to step in like not even other fan friends and that that was the thing that bothered me like she didn't like and I don't know like if it's just different but I've always had like since I had a computer I have had fan friends yeah like that's just been a thing and it wasn't always just that we're just like having these mediated encounters through like message boards or IRC chat rooms, or AIM messages. It's not just talking about the thing that we like. It's like, oh yeah, and I've got to like have this paper due today, and I haven't even started it. And do, 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 do. Like there was none. There was no sense of connection to her from her to anyone else. Yeah, not even and her fan like, friend. Right, and it felt like her fan friends like wanted to have that connection too. Like at least from the way that like they were portrayed in the book, like. They would always comment on her stuff and they would always talk to her about stuff and like say like nice things. But it didn't feel like she wanted to have that same level of connection. And I don't know if that's just because she wanted like that separation or because she just like could not like do that. Like she was so disconnected from everyone else, including herself. Right. That connecting to others was just like anathema yeah yeah that could be i mean there is like they do mention at some point early in the book that there is some element of uh like mental illness or some sort of diagnosis right and like yeah and she gets like yeah she has some sort of breakdown and like Mm. her family is like okay we're gonna put you up in grandma's house but you have to like work to support yourself but that doesn't really feel like a meaningful level of support. Right. Like it's physical, like it's sheltered. That's good. She's not homeless, but they like, they don't help her like find a job. They don't help her get any like emotional help. They're just sort of like accepting the fact that she's useless while also not accepting the fact that she's useless. <laughs> right. It's, it's yeah, like, the acceptance that she's just never going to do anything. Right, like, but okay, then like also, she's not going to, like, finish high school, okay. But like, then expecting her to do stuff. Like, it's like, mm, she, yeah. Right, like, right, like, to put in the level of, like, dedication that it requires to, like, go get a job. And it's like, oh, I've called places. Okay, well, that's not enough. You have to do this, like, ha- like, A, is she supposed to know that? Mm. and then be like you could help her like maybe if you wanted if you wanted her to be less useless maybe offer her a little bit of support like I understand and but at the same time like having had this problem with like family members or even friends and stuff at a certain point you just sort of have to call it yeah if, especially if they're not willing to help themselves right and like not in a, like, God helps those who help themselves kind of way, but also just, like, I feel there's so much in this book that we haven't seen where, like, maybe her family did try to help her. And maybe she did just, like, maybe that was, like, the preamble to this book where she just decided to retreat into herself and into standing versus trying to, like, make, like, literally anything in her life happen. Right, because I think there's the something, like, with the, she she just stops taking her medication Am I remembering yeah. that correctly? I think so. Yeah, where she just like, like was like, well, okay, well, I'm just not going to take these pills. Even I mean, and maybe they weren't helping her, but also... Right. 
I'm like, <laughs> like, yeah. There's, there's, there's a lot that like is in this where it's just like, it's not like it's a failure of any one person. Mm. It's just like, this is just someone, if the title of the book is like, like, and she burns herself up. Clearly, like, Masaki does that also, like, just burns his career up. But she also burns herself up. It's just more of, like, a slow burn. And she just sorts of, sort of, like, lets it happen and, like, doesn't try to do anything about it. Okay, I get it, because, like, I've also been there. Yeah. But at a certain point, like, sis, what are you doing? Just even things like where she gets the, um, like the bad skin, and yeah, oh, and oh, just like, like decides to grow her hair out. Yeah, rather just, than like, do anything about it. Yeah, and like I get that. Like, like when my grandma died, like I had a very, very difficult time with that, and I was just not taking care of myself. But the difference here was I had family who were like, "Hey, this can't happen. Like, you need to." Like, yeah. Hey, go you take need a to, shower. Like, stop wanting. Yeah. yeah. Like. Take a shower, brush your teeth, go to school. These things have to happen. And, like, not all of it was the most, like, supportive. But it was still, like, we care enough about you to help you get through this thing. Get you to a spot where you can function again. Because, like, everybody breaks down. Everybody has a hard time. And it's just a matter of who's going to, like, help pick you up. And I don't feel like there was any level of support from that. And, like, maybe, you know what? Maybe there wasn't. Maybe her mom has just been, like, so overwhelmed for so long that she just, like, did not have the emotional capacity to help her. That's what it feels like. And maybe this is just me reading this book also, like, as an older woman. Um, probably yeah. about the same age as Akari's mom. But <laughs> um, but it is, it you know, that is, like, what is she supposed to do? You know, she's, she's taking care of a, an elderly mother who is clearly very difficult um the husband yeah. who's just like gone off oh and then when when she finds like when akari finds hey, like instagram his, yeah and he's yeah, just like replying to like you know. just having a great old time like i wear suits and i go home and i have cool furniture and beep, 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 i'm living yeah. a lie yeah and meanwhile and his poor like, wife and is just, just so cringy I, 
Yeah. She like has no support at home. Like no, and in just yeah. no, yeah, no support at home, and she's is supposed to be like financial and emotional support for like two teenage daughters and her mother and it's and she's like the boss at work and it's like well she you only have so much emotional bandwidth literally like there's only so many plates you can spin and some of like or like having so many balls in the air and like which ones are gonna break well clearly all of them are gonna break yeah But it, it's, yeah, it's just... Um, right, and it sucks, like... And it it's does also, suck, like, yeah. It but... shouldn't necessarily also, mm. like... I don't know, it felt just so hard from every angle where I would understand, like, given the situation, why she would just retreat into that, why Akani would just retreat into standing as, like, her only function. Mm. But there was also a part of me that's like, yeah, but when my sisters and I had, like, a very difficult time, like, with our mom or whatever, like... A, we had, like, our things that, like, kept us happy, but it was also, like, okay, I gotta get out of this house. Like, I gotta get out of here. I have to leave. Right, Like, what yeah. am I going to do to make this leaving happen? Yeah, that motivation wasn't there. That yeah. The well, only motivation... There was motivation, yes, was just for standing. Was in it... In and the, the act of standing. It act, wasn't, like, yes. oh, I'm, like, Masaki's working hard, so I'm going to work hard. I'm gonna work and hard and like... save money and get my own apartment and... Yeah, no. and I'm going to do mm-hmm. my best and, like, all of that stuff. Like, there didn't feel to be, like, any of that. And, like, I think that was the biggest dif- – like, that was where I felt the biggest disconnect because there were parts of this where I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I can see, like, either, like, the fan practices that I've engaged in or, like, the way that I've been a fan, like, reflected in this book mm-hmm. in, like, different parts, which I think speaks to just, like, the fan experience in general because clearly I'm not unique in all of this. Um, I don't – know that any of us really are <laughs> we engage in fandom yeah. unless we're like i don't know like mailing period blood to you know but whatever yeah <laughs> um, but so then nice. even then that wasn't original after what <laughs> <laughs> oh no who was it it was um, um uh from 2 p.m right wasn't it uh was it, I think it was Hazel that got the period blood letter. Was it him? Oh my god, I can't wait. Yeah, no, it was you... Yuna who got. Was it Yuna who got poisoned? Yuna got poisoned. Yeah. Yes, that's right. And then I think Tate got the, um, the yeah. period blood. Yeah, I mean, that's right. I'm pretty sure if you were an idol, like a K-pop idol, like in those years, you would just have PTSD. Like there's a hundred fully. <laughs> you just fully. have PTSD. <laughs> years. Well, so and like. <laughs> like full like sidebar but like the girls in snsd have gone to therapy and they've had their therapist tell them like you need to do things for yourself like you need to book a plane ticket for yourself and you need to book a vacation for yourself like a hotel because basically mentally you're stuck at being 16 which was the age that they were when they debuted Mm -hmm. because they've never been able to do anything for themselves after that and to connect it back to the book basically like it feels like she is just whatever age that she's stuck at oh uh the the, yeah 12 basically that was the peter pan age where she like gets there yeah right going back to the beginning first experience with Mm -hmm. him the am shonen sort of feels stuck there which like it it also says a lot because being like a little broken kid in middle school not fun and also like very hard to like pick yourself up from that and, like, I completely understand why her mom just would not have the emotional capacity to do that and just, like, grow increasingly frustrated. 
Yeah. Because well, just... you've got like one golden daughter and yeah. one daughter who is just useless. Well, and just, I could just feel the frustration through the page too of mm-hmm. the mom where just things like, why do you have the air conditioning on in the window open? Close the window. Like it's just. Right. Like, things... why don't you think of these things? Or like, <laughs> yeah. Or like clean out the tub after yeah. you take a bath. I, or what are I, you doing? I told you to do the dishes. Why aren't you doing like I just these very right. basic things? And so and it's yeah. like for the mom too. It's like she was at work all day and has to come home and micromanage her her you know, teenage daughter too to like do basic chores. Like I can see how right. frustrated. Yeah, and where is. she would be, yeah, she would be so frustrated, especially because her daughter is what, like, sixteen or seventeen. Yeah, and she's like, "You're about, like, you're about to be an adult. Yeah, you should be able to understand things. Like, we're not like cooling the whole neighborhood. <laughs> like, close the window. <laughs> yeah. Or like, eat food, clean your room, like, yeah, those kind of things. Where like, there are only so many years you can get away with that. And to be so frustrated at her that she spends all her time doing these other things and not doing like basic care for herself. Yeah. Like I like I fully get that. But I also like I see it from the other side too, where I'm like, well clearly she's struggling. Yeah. But I like I also don't know what she does. Where does she get the like the time or the like just again, like the emotional capacity to be able to put into like, oh, I need to help find my daughter a therapist or I need to get her help in school because there are only so many hours in the day, especially like when you're just solo parenting and you have no like support from anyone whatsoever. Yeah. And it does seem like the school, like the teachers definitely know something is up, but yeah. who knows how much. And they much... care. They clearly yeah. do. Yeah. But they also, you know, they're teachers, they're not parents and there's, there's only so much right. they can do you know right and like they can't help you if you're not going to like help yourself because like yeah like when I was having a hard time in middle school like my teachers were like there was that element of like okay but you've done like 70% of the work why didn't you finish it the rest of the way but it's like okay we're going to like we'll take the work as it is and we'll help you like get that 30% of the way there you know what I mean yeah yeah, I think I think there is something to the idea that this character is just stuck at like twelve years old. Yeah, like yeah. even if she like or like just an extremely immature like sixteen. Yeah, just like the most ky person that you could possibly be. <laughs> <laughs>
too that you know she is this teenager um but there's no sense i mean i guess this is just like the disconnected from the body thing too but there like there was no like she she didn't have a crush on anyone like there was no sense of like her having well, a yeah, crush it didn't on feel like she had, or like or, or anyone she had any like friends friends yeah and that yeah. Oh, okay so that was part of it too it's like like not that we always have to like lust after our idols mm. But there was no, like, like she talked about, like, the way that, like, oh, he would hold, like, one side of his smile higher than the other. But there was no, like, emotion in that. Nothing like, oh, he was so cute when he did, or, like, there was a little bit of, like, oh, he's so cute when he did this. But it didn't ring, like, honest. Yeah. And if that I, makes sense, like. No, it didn't. Like, that makes total to say, sense. Not to like, she wants to be, like, a star fucker, like, not a me or whatever, but just, like. Like, even if it's, like, a younger idol that, like, I stand where I'm just, like, the mom fan now, I'm like, oh, look at him. He's so cute. Yeah, you do. You like, get that. Pinch his cheeks kind yes. of thing. Mm-hmm. Or even, like, for mm-hmm. my, like, my older, like, the older idols that I stand, it's, like, like, hot dad. Yeah. 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 When, when yeah. like, um, because oh, I've been seeing the uh, meme of, you know, Tina's, like, glasses, like... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's, that's he's cute fully, like, he's full dad he's adorable I love him I want to pinch his cheeks like it's that kind of thing where yeah. it's just like there wasn't any like emotion behind it yeah 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 it's like nothing and this was like half my notes where she's just like she's forming theories about him and everything is so disconnected it's very and mechanical part of it, and part of it is performative and mm. like nothing feels like there's no investment in it like at all except into the act of doing it and it could literally be like we said like it could be literally anyone else like it does not matter that it's him yeah it's just the fact that she has this idea in her head where she's like i'm going to make this theory of this person and i'm going to understand every single part of him and my work's not going to be done until i do that but then the work never ends even after he's like hey y'all leave me alone now Right, because even then she's on the bus trying to get a sense of who he is via yeah. his his apartment building. Yeah, like she hasn't slept, and she's like, "Oh, like that's weird that they doxed him. That sucks." And the next day she's like, "So I'm on the bus." So, yeah. And... Oh wow, they doxed him. Oh, whoops, I accidentally saw his address. So I'm just gonna like go there. <laughs> Which like it. okay, yeah. so like I've so like I've been to Sakamoto Greengrocer. Like I went and like I met his mom. Like, I wasn't going to do anything, but, like, I was like, oh, hey, that's where that is. Okay. And then his mom was there. It was like, hey. And I was like, hey. But I also was not the first person, A, not the first person to go that day. Mm. And then not the first person to go, like, ever. Because, like, she's, like, there's pictures everywhere. Like, they want people, like, whether it's, like, specifically welcoming people or just expecting that people are going to come, like, People come and they're just like, oh, we would just want to see it because he's talked about it a lot and 
just told people to come by, so we just wanted to come by and say hi. Yeah, I I just reposted um, an old blog post I'd written um, on my website about um, being a teenage Bell and Sebastian fan. And yes, I, yeah, and I went to Glasgow to study abroad because Bell and Sebastian is from Glasgow, and I yeah. went to I would go to um, like concerts and things that I knew that they would be there um and it's it there is that impulse and especially like as a teenager you don't know any better or even if you're an adult you're just like okay I'm I'm gonna go by I'm gonna be cool yeah I'm gonna play this off yeah and like like, I ended up having like a a lovely conversation with mom I was like I'm sorry like I don't want to trouble you I just wanted to come by Mm. and see it and I'm sorry if I'm weird like it was just like a long thing and then she gave me gifts and i left yeah but it's there there is something to the idea that like but again there's that that level of like self-awareness where like as a teenager you don't have it as much as an adult you're like okay where's like the level that like where's the line like where's the line Yeah, yeah because i mean there is something to going physically to a space does i think give you a better insight into who a person is and you know seeing seeing um a restaurant where your right. like, your I've favorite been, band hangs out at. yeah and just seeing oh, that my first fan experience in japan was like my friend was like hey this is gonna sound weird but i want to go to his parents restaurant yeah so we went to iba's parents restaurant and they have books that you could just sign so we like she had me translate and I signed the book. We wrote a note for Iba and like we took pictures. We clearly were not the only Arashi fans there because it booked up very quickly. <laughs> we just barely got a seat and it's like way out in the Cuts and Chiba. So it's not like you're going to like end up there just yeah. like randomly. Yeah. So. But in, in, I mean, it's that impulse of like pilgrimage too, you know, not right. to like go back you to want, the religious like you want to impulse, go to these but... places. Mm-hmm. Right. It is. And like, mm-hmm. And, like, there is a certain level of, like, worship to it. Like, when people say idol worship, like, this is part of what it is. Yeah. Like, having come from, like, super evangelical, like, spaces. <gasps> oh, 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 oh. But you know what that makes Akari, though? She's Mr. Casabon from Middlemarch. This would hit so much better if I had actually read Middlemarch. <laughs> <laughs> well, so Mr. Casabon is the, um, the old like incel guy and he's he's creating this like encyclopedia like of all mythologies like the key to all mythologies and so he just spends his time um basically doing what akari does and analyzing everything and trying to like piece everything together but there's nothing like there's no um, feeling or emotion or scent, even good sense right. behind it's, it. It's, it's all mechanical. It's very mechanical. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've only read Silas Martyr. That's that's my downfall. I love Middlemarch. And so much I feel of like evangelicalism, especially like white evangelicalism, is also mechanical. Mm. Like you go to these spaces, you perform these rituals, you act the same way every week, you like do this study at home, and all this like. Not to, like, denigrate religiosity in any, like, way. But a lot of it is just that. Like, it's it's just ritual. And this is just, like, a secular form of ritual. In the same way that we would say, like, someone going to, like, a tailgate every week and making a bunch of food and then going to a football game. 
and just being with people like gives you that same like feeling and experience so does idol worship like Mm. where you go and you either go to these super special spaces like you make your pilgrimages Mm. or you go to concerts a lot but again a lot of that is on connection not just like the act of doing the thing right right because i i mean ideally um and i mean i haven't been to church in ages but um, I was, you know, I was raised Catholic and um, I have had that experience of going to mass and just being completely overwhelmed. Um, I think, gosh, it was a Palm Sunday mass I went to. This is probably like 15 years ago, but I was so overwhelmed. Um, I I just started crying. <laughs> and <laughs> well, it was like the music and everything and I was having a hard time, yeah. but but it, it was just oh, so boy. overwhelming. I was just like, it just started crying. And I I have had that same experience um, at an ABCZ concert. Um, and I know yeah. I told this story on here before, but yeah, it was like, uh, it was during Zuto Love. And like, it was towards the end of the, the concert. And I heard the opening notes of Zuto Love, which I really, really, I like, I love that song. And I just like started sobbing. <laughs> and, <laughs> well, like, but, like I did the same thing at like the V six twentieth anniversary. Yeah. It, like, like, because I had like no like expectation going in. Like, I didn't read any spoilers, like in English or Japanese. I was yeah. like, I want to just like go in blind for this. Yeah. And then I got there, and like I knew they were doing like a medley of some kind, but I didn't know the song. And they got to like Dust and I Take on Me, which is like one of my favorite songs, and I was just like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's like it like it, yeah. it can be like so overwhelming and part of it is like part of it is that shared experience mm-hmm. like like you're there you're there with like the people that you like spend so much time like putting your emotion into that you're so emotionally invested in but then you're there with like however many other people and you're also having that same experience like you know they feel like maybe not to like the exact same level like maybe less maybe more but they're there in that space too and, like, it always brings me back to, like, I went to an evangelical rally in, like, 1999, and I'm super going to date myself. And it was called Acquire the Fire. And shout out to everyone who has religious trauma from these events. But, like, it was like, oh, we're going to do, like, Bible study with you and, like, 10,000 of your closest friends. And it was just like, wow, everyone's just sitting here and they're reading their Bibles. And isn't that so cool? And we're all connected in this moment. Like, it's that same sort of thing, except, like, we're all crying at the end of the show, <laughs> Versus like, oh, there's an altar call. Yeah, I guess for people that maybe don't have that background. um, So the HBO series, The Righteous Gemstones. um, Did you watch that? It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. (laughs) It really is so good. So many things in that. Like we didn't have like, okay, so like. Like, this was, like, pre, like, Humbletron in every church. Like we did not. Like I did not grow up in a mega church. I Mm. grew up in like. Um the pastor seasons kind of church is like what I grew up in, but it was that same sort of like, we're all here and like just holding our hands up to the Lord. But there is, there like, is something. There's so much of my experience in the righteous <laughs> gemstones, even if I'm not from like this very like small part of South Carolina. But the, um, the, the way that, um, what I really like is like the way that the worship scenes are depicted um, just like that mixture of like the music and the pageantry 
and just that like the channeling of well that's fully what it is and yeah. like there's even that hill song documentary on hulu that i need to like finish getting through but it's that same kind of thing where it's just like they made like hillsong did this especially is like make it like a rock concert experience like right. cool jeans church where we're all here and we're just here to worship the lord and we're gonna have like an amazing time together and like you're expecting that catharsis like every week especially mm-hmm. in a big church like that because you expect that like new people are gonna come in and they're gonna need to be brought to the lord and like understand that like they need jesus in their life and there's gonna be an altar call and it's going to be just like this big catharsis. But it happens every week. And there's feels like there's only so much you can do with that. But like at like an idol show, it's like yeah. maybe like it's like once, maybe twice a year. And yeah. maybe you go to like one, maybe like two, maybe like maybe even five shows. Like trying to maintain that same level of not just investment, but just like hype and like they, they, all of the things that you feel in that moment it's all it is also the emotional catharsis part of it too because oh it fully is you yeah, especially when yeah. you're like coming from so far away mm-hmm. but even if it's like oh i worked so hard to get the money for this ticket mm-hmm. or like this was the only date that i hit for for this group that like nobody gets to see and then it's like oh this is just so much more special and I need to, like, take in every single second of this moment where, like, Akari at the end, like, she's got, like, her voice recording on because she's like, I want to remember everything of this. And then she doesn't get any of it. We were so close, there was no room. We bled inside each other. interesting in that she does I mean she goes and she's clearly affected by it um, as much as she's affected by anything that Masaki does but right it's there was just so little engagement with the music with um yeah well with the music that it it... well and I think yeah I think like the part in where like she goes like during the intermission and like goes to the bathroom Mm. and like has a breakdown like that felt like the only part of the book where she like besides the part where she had like 
the um the cake like where she made herself vomit yeah um like where she's at all connected to, like it feels like she was about to have a moment of like connection and revelation and then she just like shoved it back down like mm-hmm. that's how it read to me where she was just like she was so overwhelmed by the emotion of like what almost like what she should be feeling and what she wanted to feel but she like couldn't make herself feel or like she was just so close to feeling it but then she's just like no no no, shove it down shove it down shove it down go back it almost felt like you're here for work you can't be having emotions like this is your job right because she had to record it and take down all the notes of everything that happened and like remember every single thing that happened yeah exactly rather than just being there in the moment and feeling that emotional catharsis because it was the last show Um, right and then she like had to go back and like she felt like she had to write about it which whomst among us hasn't felt like they've had to like do a fan report afterwards oh right yeah yeah and like this was a note that i made with like page five it's like okay right um is in fandom is an experience real if it's not visible or documented so much of fandom is like visibility especially in like the contemporary fan space is like not just being seen doing the thing or like being seen listening to the music or like taking a position on something like minor or major that is or even just like like if you didn't like talk about how you went to the concert like how are people gonna know that you like you know what i mean well that's something with um phones especially now because i mean you know we're both old enough to to have been in like the pre the before before there were fan cams of literally every yeah or like even when you had a cell phone like yeah you couldn't take video with it you couldn't record it like the closest we got was like oh i'm going to the show tonight like what song do you want me to like call you during and then you would like dial your buddy's number and then you would hold up your phone so they could listen while the band was playing that song yeah and then you'd listen like okay yeah or the idea that um you know you bought a cd for the music and you played that cd and so there was nobody counting your streams nobody was yeah, and you no, played it all the way through and like yeah. maybe you skipped like a song or two right and but there were that that cd played doesn't there's no metric right. there. There's no visibility no, and there. You like just the best way, the yeah. only way that you could share it with your friends is either like, list like sharing your headphones, listening to it in like your car or their car, or whatever. Yeah, or you would like or burning them a copy, or on Live Journal you put like listening to and you like put the song in there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's very important to the mood of the post. <laughs> how are people supposed to like set their expectations and like understand your mental state if you don't have the perfect mood icon uh your custom mood icon a and then your perfect music for the post you can't just you can't just like have whatever you're actually listening to no it has to fit yeah the perfect emo like get like right just like the right amount of emo (laughs) yeah we're like i'm super stoked so we're gonna have like a really happy song today yeah yeah or like oh no i'm just gonna be listening to arshi's everything on repeat right (laughs) (laughs) but it's it's that same sort of thing we're like Mm. again it's like the mediated fan experience like you're crafting especially for like fan reports like obviously i didn't put every single thing that has ever happened to me in a fandom in a fan report you there are things that you either like deliberately omit or you just do not remember happening 
and it feels like with Akati, like her whole thing was like, I need to document every single millisecond of what happened, or I'm going to disappoint myself, and I'm going to disappoint the people who expect me to be the like interpreter of these things because like that's my job yeah yeah she got she really did get no enjoyment out of any of this no like and that was the thing that i think i think part of that was frustrating to me was it was just there it was just a mecha like it was a mechanism for not facilitating but maybe like delaying whatever breakdown she was going to have yeah like I was like I think I expected more in terms of like emotional investment on her part about like what she like kind of what she was bringing to the table and I didn't feel like she really brought it. Yeah, well I wonder about the author too and if cuz it doesn't even though there were a lot of like detailed fan practices in the novel I I just I don't know if the author herself understands what it what it is to be a fan. Because and like I, yeah, it just yeah. The, like the more we talk, like the more I think you're right that that, that like there just is something missing. Um, yeah. yeah, and like I've known people who've like used idols as crutches in this way when they like literally cannot function like in any other capacity but idol fandom. Yeah, but there was so much investment in it, and there was so much like they wanted to go like do the things that they needed to do because they wanted their idols to be proud of them or like they use pictures of their idols as like literal icons yeah to, like help them get through the day oh i'm gonna put this like picture here for when i get home so i can see them when i get home and i can feel better or i can see it on my way out the door and i can say bye to it i don't like i don't know yeah and part of why i kept reading it like compared to like Inkakuji was because like it started out that way she's so consumed by her theory of him and like the act of standing and like all of these things that she's putting so much investment into but the further you get in the book you realize like it's just fully empty and so is she there's just there's nothing there there's nothing to like grab onto either like in reality or in her fan spaces yeah. she's just sort of there she's a a show and so is fandom yeah 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 because it's it is interesting that you do never get a sense of well with masaki what the way that i understood him just via her little bits and pieces is just as a very unpleasant idol who had been forced into this by his mom like he was a kid star but he just seemed like this and really changed agencies also. Like, yeah. It's really like there's some like disconnect where he's just like, Oh, maybe I'll quit and then he comes back as a member of this co ed group. Like Yeah. He doesn't want to be doing any of this. And like she talks about like how he can't sing. Yeah. But like neither can a lot of other <laughs> Oh yeah, that that's that's not a problem. As a no, uh, I mean, as a I fan mean, of like Yeah. Uh, but I it's mean, <laughs> We've all been subjected to like Tegoshi just hitting the high note and only hitting the high note. <laughs> or like Ken, who like actually 
actually can sing, but has like a very distinct sort of voice. You know what I mean? So I see. I like a distinct just, voice. That's why I'm I do. like a huge I, proponent I of. I, I love uh, Matsujun. I love Yamapi. I love Matsujun. Yeah, Matsujun can sing. Like we're gonna have. I don't know. Yamapi is fine. Yeah, I, yeah. But at least, but he can. He has a better range than like Taigoshi, who's like got this like general tenor range, and then I know. Well, Takoshi, I think like, he's one of those singers who thinks that like you just yell. He just gets loud. He gets yeah, very that's loud. What it is. Like yeah. he's just very like he hits his note, but he hits it really loud. <laughs> so that's singing, right? No, but it's like, and there, it's like all of this conversation that we're having, like none of this happens in the book. Yeah, it's just a girl who happens to stand an idol because she's so broken, and she like latches on to this as like her reason for being. Because but there's no feeling of like um, he's yeah, just there. There's no feeling of emotional investment. Yeah, he's just like she saw it and she happened to feel like extremely vulnerable. So she interpreted his performance in this way, and then she's spending the rest of the novel forming this theory of him based on this one thing that she saw and just deciding that this is like this is reality. And I think there's a lot to be said about how we as fans, how we interpret our idol, how we interpret like them like through the way that we see ourselves i don't feel like any of that really like pays off in the book like at all i think you're yeah i think you're right I really wish that um, I could have read this in Japanese um, because I I do wonder how much the kind of YAification of like the language um, plays into just our interpretation of this novel yeah. because I'm, I'm wondering if, if the Japanese is perhaps a little more like literary, like one of the things I really enjoyed about YN, which you should read if you hadn't, it's very good, but um, it's written in a very literary style and um, the, you know, the, the author just paints these very compelling um, portrait of, in that case, it's moon the idol is moon um mm-hmm. uh, but in this one it just like the <laughs> just that the language in the english translation was so plotting it was so just uh, just like basic well a lot of it, yeah and it, a lot of it was just so disconnected that i have to yeah. like i have to wonder like how much of that is the fact that like she is just so disconnected from everything mm. and how much of that is just like it being not necessarily like lost in translation well yeah because i just wonder like the the feeling of the words just like hits different sometimes right like yeah at the end talking about like where the author's like the difference between like the verbs for like burning right Mm. like to be under fire versus like to burn up and like the deliberate choice to choose like burn up like almost like self-immolation versus like to come under fire right yeah and and also things that in japanese may have been 
um, either more ambiguous um, in their phrasing or more um, hesitant or it, it's just anything like yeah. in English you really do have to make a more declarative um, you have to pick something like I mean right. even just the way that in Japanese you can say like you know anohito like that person um, but in English you would have to pick like he or she and right. um, just even just things like that I think even if you just say like that person like that alone like that says a lot like right. like you're implying like you're implying distance you're implying almost contempt like depending on the context right like there's a lot that is that goes into like even the simplest words that you choose so like I don't like I'm willing to give the translator like all the benefits of the doubt because I know how hard it is to translate stuff and like it's very hard make yeah. it make sense in context for an audience that might not come from this specific um, fan world but even the translator talks so much about her like talks so much herself about like mm. so much of fan experience has almost been flattened mm. because we exist in these parallel spaces almost you have english fan twitter and you have japanese fan twitter and sometimes they intersect and sometimes they don't but sometimes they also function in kind of the same way like if there's a venn diagram like there's definitely a center and like how big that slice is can change yeah, well, especially with things like the, um, uh, like Google Translate and, um, right, or even just if Japanese Twitter like finds your tweet about like, <laughs> yeah, oh, like here's my idol making a funny face, like sometimes that happens, right? Like maybe yeah. they're name searching them, I don't know, like or like English fans who can speak like a decent level of Japanese, like interacting with like Japanese fans and the same for like Japanese fans. Who oh speak my God. English. Yeah. Like, no, there was a, um, a yeah. Sabata Kenji fan, a Japanese Sabata Kenji fan found some of the pictures that I had posted, um, from the Julie episode I just did and like retweet, like yeah. literally like retweeted everything. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah. Like there's, there's, and, and part of that is the similarity in just like, like, the how you interact with the platform mm. right we all have we all can reply to things we all like retweet things like we understand how this works and then it's just a matter of like the spaces that we're in and the way that we exist in those spaces and then like how we interact on the periphery with people outside of our space yeah hey boy hey boy
Hmm? I just took my AirPods out so you don't hear me like running up the stairs. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> no, I finally turned um, the search keywords on on my website, <laughs> which literally the like the only thing people are searching for is the Kita Koji book. That's it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's good. Hey, that's, that's something. <laughs> I know it's fine. I, I don't. I mean, I don't do this for. I don't do this for attention. Um, but it's just kind of funny. It's just like yeah. Koji book. Kita Koji yeah. book. <laughs> <laughs> well, but that's good though because like people are at least like trying versus just taking like the documentary at its word. Yeah. yeah. Just like okay, what was actually contained in this like thing by this actual person who experienced it right. versus just like random guy from Britain who comes in and gets mad when I don't talk to him. Yeah, the, the, I mean, speaking of translation, that, that was, that was interesting to try to, um, to try to oh, get Oh, I the, believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Try to get the, like, the, the feeling right. Yeah, he was a, Kitakuji was a difficult, very difficult figure, I think. Yeah, and, and it's just like, it's such heavy subject matter to begin with. Mm. that like it's so hard to actually sit and like start taking the meaning from his words and trying to make it make sense in 2023 yeah yeah when we have a very different understanding of like all these things yeah yep yeah. um actually because um, i did I tell you i got in touch with um patrick galbraith yeah. and yeah so he's gonna come on and and I was like, he's like, well, what do you want to talk about? And I was like, well, you know, it's really up to you. Um, I mean, I, I'm not like, I don't have anything to promote or anything. I don't have an agenda. And um, yeah. so I, I threw out some suggestions, but he was like, well, have you talked about the Johnny's thing yet? And I was like, no, please come on. It'll t- we'll yeah. talk about Well, that'll Johnny's be good thing. because like, yeah, like having someone like grounded in the academic space who's like not invested in it yeah because he's not a johnny's fan right right and like so like so many of us even like the all my homies hate johnny fans like Mm. we still have an attachment to the agency for the things that they've produced yeah that it's like even like the appearance of objectivity is just not there well did you see all the pictures of the um the women who went to the agency to get a photo of the sign before it got taken down Oh no! What? No, I. Yes. Like, oh my god! I'll well, send those to you. Like, oh my god! I'm like, <laughs> literally everything. Yeah. Anyway, I'll, let me send those. Um... Wait, what sign? The Johnnies and Associates sign? sign. Yeah, like they took pictures. Oh, wait, did they take the Johnnies and Associates sign down? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, like, I got a big like fan club email where they were talking about like something, something was going to close, but it was like six in the morning. I'm like. I cannot read this many kanji at six. Yeah. Um, okay. Are they like changing the name or something? Yeah, I think so. They're like okay. I think that okay. So I I'm not entirely stupid. <laughs> I was I was re- I was trying to figure it out. I'm like I do not have the mental space for this right now. But are they changing? Like are like is, are things trying to change? Like is that what I'm reading? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we don't have to. No, it's, go into no, that fine. um but yeah I'll, I'll find those pictures and send them to you um yeah so um i don't know if there's anything else we want to touch on on the novel did, did we get through all your notes i think here let me i'm trying to let me look at i'll see what my notes say 
yeah if there's anything like oh. a lot of it was on like kayfabe yes yeah and like theories and like we talked a lot more on like this connection which mm. was good because like i think when i was like writing my notes yesterday oh here's one from like the kind of the last like literally the last thing i wrote was um that she comes to fetishize like the scandal itself as a moment of truth for of masaki like because e- not even the scandal not even the fact that he hit this woman gives her anything other than another data point for her spreadsheet right right yeah right like again like her theory like her theory of him is becoming more complete like oh he's someone who who not only like contains the capacity to burn everything to the ground but someone who will act on that like completely like ignoring the fact that not only did he hit another person he hit presumably a female person he hit a fan like there's so many layers to this going back to like show in the umbrella Oh my God. Like fan. <laughs> well that's that's Sasang fan. Show the Umbrella was a Sasang fan. Um Iwamoto from Snowman was a Sasang fan. But um the <laughs> the one the Uratanaoya from uh Triple A, it was he was trying to pick up uh some woman, some young woman like at a combini and he's and <laughs> I wrote down the exchange, it's like Orewa Turupuraeda and she was like, Shit on I <laughs> Literally, like the Mariah Carey, like I don't know her. Like... <laughs> Shit, a night. Like, yeah, yeah. That that to me, that's far, far worse. Far, no, far worse. It, yeah, it's it's very funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> like I'm in triple A. Like okay, Shit, a night. Like, am I supposed to be impressed? But like, the way that it's portrayed in the book, we we know like nothing about the encounter. Like, nothing is yeah. said about, like, nothing yeah. about that moment is dealt with. It's even just a data point. It's, right. It's put to be, like, this moment of truth for not just him, but for her. And then she spends the rest of the book just not dealing with it. And maybe that says something about, like, modern fandom in general, where when someone does something, it's, okay, do you completely cut them off? Or... Do you sort of wait and see, or do you continue supporting them? Yeah. And even the author talks about this in like the word that she used mm. for the title of the book: "to be on fire" or "to be flamed." Yeah, and none of that is really dealt with, right? Yeah, because that actually would have been kind of a different way for the book to go. Is that if she was, you know, the 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 depiction of somebody that, um, like the the fans of an idol like. Big Bang Sungri, who, yeah, or um, some like cut cartoons like Koki, who these idols who really do misbehave and end up in prison, <laughs> and um, and they still and there are have people these who still like these the, fans who are like, yeah. oh, my precious baby did nothing wrong, yeah, or my, even just like, oh, yeah. I'm still going to support the group. And there's a lot that we could talk about, like, oh, do you separate the art from the artist? Like, if I want to listen to Dirty Cash, right? Or, like, do I skip Sungri's Strong Baby solo every time it comes up on, like, Shuffle? Yeah. Right? Like, can you... Like, none of this is talked Mm. about. And I think that goes back to just the point of the book. It's not about idols. It's about this girl who cannot function, who just happens to stand an idol for the sake of doing so 
and has a mental breakdown and an idol is just incidental to all of that like she could like she could play video games like she could yeah. be a fan of a sports team like, she could be a fan of, of a, a vtuber or um, right yeah if she could or have be... a parasocial like a parasocial relationship with like a podcaster or uh, yeah or um yeah. Uh, uh mangaka or um mm-hmm. some anime or uh yeah chewy is about to riot hold on i gotta <laughs> i'll be right back and we can wrap up you're good you're good <laughs> はよう Okay, sorry about that. You're good. Um, but yeah, anyway. Uh, no, you're good. It gave me a chance to have a Starburst. Oh, I haven't eaten dinner. I'm like starving. But um, yeah, we can we can wrap up. But yeah, like just the idea that like, um, yeah, like she doesn't deal with with like what a, a Sungri fan or um, you know, yes, Koki or Yuchun. Um, TV excuse Yu Chun. Just these these idols who have transgressed, um, who have done something that some fans they maybe they identify so much with the idols that they can they can forgive. They either they their perception of the idol is so pure and whole that these transgressions have to be made up. It has to be a plot. Um, well, and also, like, I think a lot of that, too, is just mm. forgetting that they are people, mm. and people are fallible, mm. and people do things that are right and wrong all the time, and some people do things that are more wrong than others. To reckon with the fact that they are still people is apparently very hard for some people. And, like, there was even a quote, like, on page 97, where it's, like, where one of the fans is, like, oh, an idol becomes human. Yeah, and like I feel like that's like the sense that could have been the central point of the book of an idol becoming human and someone dealing with it. If the book had been about idols, which it wasn't, but none of it, yeah, yeah. None, it does, yeah, none of it deals with any of it. Like most yeah. of it deals with the fact that a girl has basically like an extended breakdown over a number of years that she also doesn't deal with either. Yeah, that's why it reminded me um, of, of a book like Drinking a Love Story, which reads in places similarly of just these emptiness and just this like filling the void instead of, um, you know, transcribing radio interviews, she just drinks. 
Um, right, and, or like it's a, yeah. it's a form of self-medication. Yeah. Fandom is self-medication. Right, like it's an emotional crutch for mm-hmm. one thing, but it's also like a form of self-medication. Like whether you're like, instead of like going for the bottle, you're going for the dopamine hit of like, oh, I found another data point for my theory. And I'm going to write it down and put it up on my blog and get right. the, and the additional, yes. Yes. The additional like, hits of like people yeah, looking and at it. Yeah. About, like, oh, people are like, my views are going up, but my likes are going down. So I just shut, I like logged out of the app. Well, then sis, what are you doing this for? Like, yeah. Like, which like, again, we should all log off. But, <laughs> like, but like, like, what, like, what was the point of all of this then? Like, was this for you? Or was this a performative thing? Or there was no indication of any sort of end point for this. Like, for her standing. It was just the fact that, like, like, the idol thing just sort of happened to happen around the same time that, like, everything sort of fell apart for her. Yeah. Yeah, in a way, it's the, um, something that I've latched onto as a metaphor is just the, the cultural pool of symptoms, um, and that's from Ethan Waters' Crazy Like Us, he talks about this a lot, where, um, you have a cultural pool of symptoms to pull from to express whatever it is that you're feeling inside mental distress or happiness or or whatever like there's a cultural pool of of behaviors and symptoms and in japan it just happens to be idols if she was in the u.s she might be obsessed with um supernatural or some you know something else or even like sports fandom right like look at the similarities between like certain sports fandoms and like idol fandoms they're the same picture yeah in some ways or pro wrestling that's what i always go to is pro wrestling yeah but like a lot of the fans who've gone or who exist in like similar spaces in like in sports fandom and in idol fandom because they function in very similar ways and i just had like a big long discussion on like a college football discourse that i'm on (laughs) which is like ostensibly about college football but it's also about like everything else yeah and a lot of it is like yeah we all have these weird like practices that we engage in and we can all be like similarly weird like college football fans also track planes of like oh this coach is flying here and are they gonna go do an interview like let's find out or like when realignment talks were happening like people were hopping on the disc like on the zoom calls of the boards of trustees to like try to see what was happening like everybody's weird in their own way and everybody has their own thing but there's more of a level of connection that happens in those spaces than happened in this book and community yeah connection and community yeah yeah Yeah, and like none of that seems to happen Mm -mm. right like when she talks about like oh my views are going up but my likes are going down so i just logged out and it's like well what were you on this space for like, were you on here just to get attention and to be recognized as a BNF? Or were you here to find community with other people? And I think that's also, like, a part of, like, the contemporary fan experience. What do we hope to get out of this? Why are we in these spaces to begin with? Or even to support Masaki, because for all of this, she really doesn't, it, none of it feels like she's No, she just, supporting. she has, no. She just has an idea of him that she wants to 
like she wants to square the circle that's in her head yeah. none of it is like oh like i'm she's like i'm giving my all to my Ushi. like okay are like, you though what does yeah are you like, because, because I, yeah. No, i'm just thinking of things that i've done for um i translated all of those essays from um abcz's tatsuko shota and let me tell you those are not any nearly my most popular posts like they're not near the top like the no like nobody reads these but uh, you know that's that was me no i did this like i did support. the same thing for the like yeah, yeah like the v6 like 20th anniversary photo book like my goal was like i'm going to translate all of these and i still have a goal of like i'm going to translate all of these yeah and I, I, i'm and going to translate goal. like all the one dish <laughs> recipes like i'm gonna do those like my, it's gonna happen yeah my goal like, is still to translate then, all of the tosca yeah. shota essays but you know right. i'm not doing it for views i'm doing it to support abcz like you know that's right. me and giving like, my all yeah and like i would like other people like because i understand like japanese sucks to learn it's very yeah, hard it is hard yeah. and and like not everybody has like either the time or the resources or even the want to mm. to be able to do that and part of the way that i got into idol fandom was people who were kind enough to translate these things until i was in a position to access these things myself and like by myself so like i want to be part of the conduit to help people have that experience like whether or not they ever like say thank you or literally say anything to me mm. like just like oh i found this resource and like isn't that cool and none of that ever comes across in the way that she like that akari is like portrayed in this book it's just like oh people like to read my analyses and yeah that's yeah. it like okay well it's literally like the big lebowski is like well that's just like your opinion man herself actually has any experience of being a fan because it really I didn't get that feeling from the book at all and and I think that was what was like part of that is what is so frustrating and also just like it would be so easy to just like fake yeah <laughs> like like we can all understand being emotionally invested in something yeah and it's it's not like it's a huge leap to go from like oh like i have this fear of my idol he's so like he's so complex 
versus like, oh, I have this theory of my idol. He's so complex. And not even like, oh, he's so cute, whatever. Just like level one is like, he's so complex. Level 1.5 is just like any sort of emotional investment. Yeah, or just the the, the proselytizing angle of it, like which is right. Like, which it doesn't sound like it comes across in no. her voice. Just like, oh, I'm here for myself. Yeah, and I'm here for the people who want to read it, which is fine. Like, sure, I too had a live journal, but <laughs> whom amongst us? <laughs> right, <laughs> fans of a certain age, we all had live journals, yeah. Yeah. and it was just like read it or don't, and. Or even just, like, a general, like, WordPress fan blog. Like, again, like, read it or don't. Like, I'm here for myself. But it was, there was a level of investment in that. And, like, I want to do these things. I want to, like, translate these things. I want to write these fan works. I want to do whatever it is that I do in the work of fandom. And all I got from Akari is just, like, oh, I have this idea. And, again, like, I want to square this circle. So I'm going to write like 2,000 words about like what I think this three-word phrase means when he says this. Yeah, I I wish, I almost wish, like, I, well, I don't wish, but I would have preferred, I think, reading a story about Narumi and her indie idol, like, sexcapades. I just feel yeah. like that's like a well, more interesting like, story. The only, the only part that I ever felt like there was any sort of like, <laughs> connection or investment is where she's talking, like, Akari is talking about, like, oh, I can predict what he's going to say. It's like, yeah, because yeah, you've consumed, like, literally everything this dude has ever said. <laughs> and, like, that's about as close as you get to connection. Like, there and, like, crying in the bathroom, which, again, like, who's yeah. among us? But also, like, you didn't even want to let yourself cry. Yeah. There's some level of emotion that your body wants to feel and you don't want to let yourself feel it. And at least with not like where she is like shit talking not me, like, oh, maybe if I like think uncomplicated thoughts, then I'll become an uncomplicated person too. Yeah. It's so it's like, condescending. Yeah. It's a, yeah. like, she's not it's a nice condescending. person. It's, just, it's unkind. It's yeah. very She's just a jerk. Like, like, I didn't. Yeah. I really disliked her a lot. Um, she's. I like, and that was the thing is like yeah. I wanted to like her and I wanted her to be sympathetic. And by the end, I'm just like, sis, come on. Yeah. Like, that's, come on, that, you're better than this. That's how I felt throughout the whole book. I'm like, just what? Like, you can, you you can remember to buy, fifteen CDs, but you can't remember to like bring your friend's math book to class. Like, yeah. And like, and again, like I was a completely useless teen, but at least I had some sort of feeling of my life together. And like, even as an adult, there are parts of my life where I'm like, okay, I don't have it fully together. Like, I don't always remember my like reusable bag at the grocery store. But when I do, boy, do I feel like I have my life together. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's, I, I don't, I don't know. Part of it is, I don't know what I was supposed to get out of this. Like, are you good? Oh, yeah. Sorry. No, he's, uh, <laughs> Well, like, they, they were yeah like they were both uh napping because i fed them right as when i got home and then they were napping and now i fed them like their seconds but now they're like chewy in particular is ready ready yeah. to like play um so <laughs> we'll, we'll be quick. <laughs> okay yeah um no, like i just yeah 
What what so were we much. supposed to get out of this book? Yeah, what was I supposed to get? Like, not even as an idol fan, even just as someone complete. Like, maybe if I was complete, and this is gonna read like a kind of being like maybe if I was uncomplicated, like, like I could be happy, like you, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe if I was disconnected, this would have been more impactful. And maybe this is because I had just any sort of expectation going in about like what this book was going to be even though I had like basically no expectations of this book going in I'm just like cool I'm gonna read this book do 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 what was I supposed to like what what am I supposed to take from this I've already basically lived this on a more intense level and I've had my group break up and like I've had people leave and I've had idols have scandals and I a, I don't see any of that reflected in this. And I don't, like, I don't fully connect my experiences to this book because it's so disconnected on its own. And, like, even having had, like, mental breakdowns and also having been an idol fan who, like, just used, like, the music or the concert DVDs or all of that as, like, my happy place to just, like, keep going day to day. Like, like where is my connection to this book? Yeah, I think... I, I, I agree. And I think that... um I think that is why I found it so tedious is that just having lived some of these experiences as well, um, it just, there was nothing in here that, Chewy, there was nothing in here that I either didn't already know or hadn't already experienced. And I, I just, I didn't find it compelling, yeah. like in the least. And like maybe, yeah, like maybe I'm not the target audience for this and that's fine. Yeah. Maybe the but... target audience is the judges of like people who have not been idol fans yeah. and it's all novel right, to like, them right like is this supposed to be more of a window than a mirror a mirror shows you yourself mm. and a window lets you look into something that is not your experience maybe i'm looking for a mirror but i'm only seeing a window right and having been on the other side of that window it's like well I don't really need to see through here <laughs> to know what's there right like <laughs> like I, I remember all of this like I'm <laughs> yeah. good yeah I'm like I've already been that person I don't need to go back yeah right like <laughs> I, I could write this same book with like all of the like mental breakdowns and the like longing for self-destruction and just like any of these things but I would also have like yeah and I had my friends and they were very nice yeah (laughs) like there would be some level of connection or even just like oh I was at a concert and these people were really nice to me yeah and 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 even just like I felt things at a Mm. like I felt things at the concert like yeah number one versus just like oh I'm here and I'm watching him and he's so radiant it's like yeah and that made me feel things because I have emotions right rather than just the I'm so just random girl. So, <laughs> yeah, or like I'm so disconnected from like everything. Yeah. And like like that's a tragedy unto itself, but it's also like it's also unresolved. She has like a moment at the end where she like sort of feels emotions, but like that's it. Yeah. And I think that's the 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 perfect kind of note to end on as well. Just that's it. Yeah. That's, that's literally <laughs> the book just sort of ends and you're like Okay. Like okay, <laughs> okay. But again, like that, like it made me think of like V six fandom ending. Like not like the fandom itself, but just like yeah. There's gonna be no new releases. There's gonna be no new TV shows. 
it's all going to be different. All I'm going to be left with are, like, the things that they left, which, like, having gone through, like, the death of a parent is, like, oh, like, all I'm left with are, like, the things that they left. Like, that's, it's just sort of, like, a universal experience for certain things. But then it's, like, with this book, I'm, like, okay, but none of that gets dealt with either. Right, right. Where the, yeah, like we were saying, like, what is she going to do with all her memorabilia? I mean, the, yeah, is like, she going to save it for nostalgia? Like, me, yeah. Mm, is yeah. she going to sell it? Like, I'm like, I can't sell my stuff. I'm not schlepping this back to Japan. Like, bequeath it to my kids. Who cares? But does she want this stuff? Like, does this stuff even mean anything to her? Like, you don't, yeah, it, who knows? Yeah, nothing, like, yeah. like, she talks about, like, oh, I got so excited. I love seeing this little, like, smiling face. Da, 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 da. Like, Again, Hoops Among Us hasn't had that experience. Well, even like, with even with she doesn't the, really do anything with it. Even with the fan color, because blue is his color, and you know she makes a point of like dressing in blue and like using like a blue pen or whatever, like a blue. Same. I something. fully bought like fancy like things to wear but, to like concerts that were in that color. But the thing is, is I so I'm not like a big color person, um, but I I have friends who are and. Um, I I just remember walking around with um, an Arashi fan friend who every time she saw an Arashi fan color or an Arashi member color, it would, she would like, it meant something to her, you know, the, the, yeah. color, the colors meant something to her. It meant she was seeing or connecting with Arashi, like with everything that she saw. Okay. But like, again, even if you're just like walking, yeah, mm-hmm, but like get, you're just like walking around, like not even the venue, just like. Mm-hmm. But you never get that sense from Akari that the blue means no. anything to her. She just wears right. it she, kind well, of like because she's supposed to. And there's a little bit to. where she like talks about like, oh, like seeing girls on the train and she can yeah. see them in the colors and like she understands that they're going to the concert. But it doesn't but mean there's anything no, to her. Right. Yeah. Like she talked like maybe that like makes her smile or whatever. But that's about like the deepest that the emotions get. And I like, again, maybe I'm just not like reading it fully in the English translation. Maybe there is something deeper in the Japanese That's, translation, I'm, but and I, I also just like yeah. maybe there just isn't. Like maybe no, I I agree. Just, like it's just sort of there. And again, like maybe that's just who she is as a person. Where she's just like, oh, they're wearing their band colors. That's nice. And I'm just like, <laughs> and is there an and to this? Or no, no. Oh well. Um, did you want to? Should we think of a song to like? send Akari off on oh god um hang on um uh is there a... there's some beast songs where it's about like hey you're a really shitty person maybe <laughs> you should change that <laughs> um oh god okay there's junk trap that's one. Um... Oh, what about um you know the thematically appropriate uh kiss my foot to fire beat Fire beat. <laughs> we do. We could do snowman. Ooh, which one? Um, God, which one? All of the problem is I'm trying to find something where it's just like not emotional, but all of them like there are emotions. Um, there's Big Bang Sweet, but that's just because I like Big Bang. Sweet. I love Big Bang Sweet. What about an Ebby song? Do we have an Ebby song? That we you want? know, I would never turn down an Ebby song. Um, dun, dun, dun. Oh, God. What about... Hang on. Tsunano Garasu? It's always a banger. That is a banger. 
Mm, yeah, why not? We could either go like thematically appropriate, mm. or we could go. Or what if we go with Otagai Summer? <gasps> you know, you know, <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> you know, you want this to make me happy. As like someone who can sing but who can't sing, oh. but who has like his rock solo. I love Otagai like the platonic. I, it's so good. Like the platonic ideal of Masaki Ueno is. <laughs> Except he's never hit anyone, as far as I know. No, that's what I mean. Like the platonic. Oh <laughs> yeah. Like the ideal yeah. Version of like... Yeah. He yeah. Except he also well. All right, I won't go into my theory, my capital theory, like capital T theory on Kawhi. Um, okay, but I do like. Can you give me the Reader's Digest version of this theory? Because I know your cats are going to go crazy, but I do they want are about to, to go this. crazy. Yeah, well, okay. So I, I wrote a little bit in, in my, like, goodbye Kawhi post. But as someone who's, like, been following them, like, for many years, I just think that he doesn't enjoy the fans part of being an idol, like, as much as as other, like, the, the performance performance like I think he enjoys performing like for the juniors and like for his friends and like for like a small like group of people he knows right right so, which is why like he really shines on like variety like um and right where he can just sort of be himself versus yeah. like himself the performer yeah I just don't think he enjoys it because I've been in the audience like because he's my favorite member right like so I always have yeah, like, no, my same, purple same, same, and same. Yeah. And I've Oh, been, I did like yeah. yeah. I made sure to wear like purple and Yeah. Uh, and he's what's Sukuna's color again? Yellow. Yellow. Yeah. And like yellow, Suka, yeah. Yeah. Suka, like all the other four will seek you out wave, you know, they're Yeah, very... Sukuchan waved to me, but Kawhi never did. And I was no. so bummed. And I was like, that's okay. Sukuchan waved to me and I feel blessed. Yeah, I, I had the exact same experience. And and the thing is like I've gotten a high five from Kawhi, but it was like the limpest like right where he's just like again mechanical, yeah, like mechanical just like, yeah. Yeah. and so i just like my sense of just as someone who's watched him for many years is that he just never enjoyed that part of it no like he wants to be a performer but not yeah. in the not a performer in the way that he has to be a performer right now right to be in mm-hmm. a group like abcz and i think he just kind of reached yeah because he would he was so much better on like Shokura and like he's great any other Shokura. variety show where he mm-hmm. can like just be himself yeah yeah so like, that's yeah and he's just yeah. not whereas like somebody like Tsukuchan Tatsu is, like is great with fans like Hashi is great with fans even Goseki mm-hmm. like I've gotten more fan service yeah. from Goseki and that's saying something <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so my that's just like my capital T theory of like all my data points right. I've assembled and like I love him <laughs> but and you're like, no, no. <laughs> I do have binders full of pictures. <laughs> binders full of, I, like, Mitt Romney, binders full of women, except I, binders full of I, binders. It's just, just Kawhi. I, I binders laugh, full of Kawhi. But I do actually have, like, binders full of clippings that I bought from, like, some Japanese fan where they just, like, set them, and I'm like, put these in the little seats, put them in yeah. the binder. Keep it nice. <laughs> okay. All right, I really have to go Chewie's, like, cl- no, really climb the wall. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Let me know. Let me know if this turns out okay. Oh, I'm sure. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Chewy. We are Acrobat Boys Club. Don't you know Acrobat Boys Club? Let me hear you say Acrobat.
になれたね今夜は一つになろうよ<笑>